0: Welcome back to Live Exceptionally, where we equip people with keys and tools to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is purposeful, focused, and balanced. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with your uh, preferred podcast platform or on YouTube. Stay connected with us at elisi.org to know about events, inspirational media, and more. This month, we continue our focus on an overall theme of kingdom-minded entrepreneurs in the marketplace. Uh, we we'll are here from women who founded, own, and work in their own business based on kingdom principles. Uh, we will hear their stories related to challenges and successes and how they maintain whole wellness in overseeing their business. And this week, we're speaking with Danielle Woods, who's the principal and founder of heritage leadership academy hello danielle good morning good morning dr yvonne i'm so excited to have you with us today let's go ahead and get started with your sharing a little bit about yourself and your background Again,
1: thank you so much for having me. I could say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on <laughs> what time your viewers will be watching. But again, I'm so grateful to be here. Uh, I have been married for 25 years praise the Lord. And I have uh, a wonderful family. I'm so grateful to have four beautiful children. And I am uh, most recently, I've been added to the Gigi Club. So I have one honey baby, I call him my grandbaby. And I'm really excited about that. And of course, my daughter in love, my husband and I founded Heritage Leadership Academy in 2018. And we had such great momentum and we're really excited about what the Lord was able to do then sustaining us through the pandemic. And then here we are today. Today, going into our sixth year of opening Heritage Leadership Academy on the South Side, South Side of Chicago, and it's doing great things. To God be the glory.
0: Yes, I've seen actually some of your. um, I follow Heritage Leadership Academy. Once I met you about a year or so ago, and I just find that what you're doing there uh, with supporting children in a faith-based atmosphere, faith-based atmosphere, focus on leadership uh, is phenomenal. And even the impact that you're having on the children uh, in the school. Uh, Talk a little bit more about the purpose, the mission of Heritage Leadership Academy. I like that you said purpose
1: because that's what heritage is. It is designed by purpose. It is a kingdom assignment. Again, it's a uh, Christian school on the South side of Chicago. We service grades pre-K three all the way to eighth grade. And we get a chance to foster an environment where children are learning and growing, and they get the best of both worlds. So they get the best of academics because we have high academic standards, but they also get Jesus. They get kingdom. They get purpose. They get support and love and everything that's included in a healthy learning environment. And so we're giving them the opportunity to explore academics in a very creative way, as our curriculum is also STEAM-based in addition to the faith-based portion that we have. And so our leaders are having fun learning and living life on purpose and discovering what their purpose is at a young age. I remember how impactful uh, an environment as such was for me as a young girl, being able to discover what it was that God had for me to do at a young age and be able to have that gift and those anointings nurtured at a young age was just phenomenal. And it led me to where I am now.
0: Awesome. You know, uh, you touch on some things that when you have those types of rudimentary truths at a young age, as life progresses and you get older, sometimes life experiences can kind of knock us off the track in our thinking and how we perceive or see the world where we begin to internalize those trials and tribulations and we begin to think less of ourselves. Um, So I like how you said that you're starting from uh, the time that the children are a youth to embed those principles. So regardless of life experiences or re- regardless of the things that knock people knock uh, people off track, that those pr- principles stay within them as they develop into adulthood. That is
1: so true. We actually have stories of young people um, going into our sixth year now. Our first graduating class has just graduated uh, high school And so we have stories of full scholarships and just some beautiful praise reports, but Some of them come back and they say, hey, you know, I lost my way in high school, but I remember during Bible instruction, or I remember when we had, we call them our HLA huddles, when we just come together and we have these social emotional learning sessions where we get a chance to be transparent and we really emphasize our core values, leadership, empathy, accountability, and demonstration summed up in the acronym LEAD. And they say, hey, you know, I was able to go back and reflect on that moment and then it into real time. And so to hear those stories, you know, the Bible tells us to train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're older, they will not depart from it. So we do get a chance to hear about the fruit that still remains
0: from having a heritage experience. I think that's wonderful that you know, I mean, every day you're in the classroom and you are teaching, you're shaping, you're helping to define uh, and develop uh, these children, but then when they can come back and actually testify and for you to actually hear the impact, the fruit, and like only heaven knows the long range or eternal fruit that you are making in the earth as they graduate, as they go into other areas of influence and in job places with their family and their communities, like the fruit of what you're pouring in, I think, I think that's an amazing heritage. (laughs) Uh, So as a principal and founder, you know, getting into the topic uh, today, talking about balance, you know, you're a principal, you founded the school, you have your own family uh, with, you know, you said three children. Four Four children. And then you also are a preacher's preacher uh, in terms of of speaking and traveling at times. Uh, How do you talk to us about balance? How do you allow uh, the critical what are some critical uh, work life things that you can share with the women who are listening today?
1: thank you for giving my resume I appreciate <laughs> that <laughs> um i I have to be honest and and I'm grateful for women uh, like you Dr. Yvonne who take away um the shame that the enemy likes to sometimes attach to women maintaining balance or pursuing balance. I used to think that balance was something that you once you attained it like it was it that was it I got it. Whew, I'm finally here. Right. Let your hair down. Relax. Exhale. No. For me, I have discovered, honestly, that balance is I, I, I like to use this this analogy. Um, sometimes I used to take my children to the circus and then there would be the clowns who would be able to juggle the balls and the balls never fell. And then one time I went and it was like the script was flipped and it was as if the balls were juggling the clown. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what happened? That was often me. I was the clown, and I was being juggled by everything mm. that I had going on in my life. And I had to take a moment, and I really had to to look inward and say, "Hey, girl, <laughs> what are you doing here?" Um, so, along my journey, and and I'm still discovering what that looks like balance. But I don't think it's something that you just reach, and it's it's you know, does dust your hands, kick your feet up, let your hair down. I do think it's something that you have to be intentional about and self-awareness plays a huge part in trying to maintain balance. It's an effort, an intentional effort every day. And I, for me, it it really does start with self-awareness.
0: I like that when you say uh, it's, uh, effort like the effort of maintaining the balance it's not something that's going to come to us it's not something that is just going to fall in our lap or happenstance we actually actually have to work hard every day and be proactive as leaders to try and and have balance what do you think are some of the like critical issues for women as it relates to trying to have have balance or maintain balance
1: there are um, some women that I see sometimes just in ministry that I often say to encourage them, I say, Hey, so who told you that you had to be superwoman? Like, that's an unfair, unrealistic expectation. Take off your cape. You don't have to be superwoman. You are not capable of being superwoman. So let's just lay that down now. Um, I think understanding your capacity, and then understanding um, that no is a complete sentence.
0: Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you don't have to give an explanation, right? I think it's critical that women understand that it's okay to say, no, I choose me today. Yes. I'm feeling like I need a breather. No.
0: No, I think that that's that's very good because even as it relates to um, when you say self-awareness, like That's the personal aspect, becoming self-aware that it's one, it's okay to have balance. No, as you just said, is a complete sentence. And to be able to uh, push back sometimes when we feel that we're being overloaded, that self-awareness to say, I'm going to set boundaries around what I can do, what I can take on, and if I have capacity to actually uh, do more. Uh, But I also think that there are certain stigmas of people outside of us when it relates to uh, overload versus balance. Uh, What do you think are some of the key stigmas uh, related to work overload versus balance?
1: Again, great question. I think one key stigma um, that really enforces some of the pressure that we may feel regarding the unsustainable workload uh, is that women can't have it all. Like we can't be in leadership and still manage our families and and, and maintain sanity and understand our capacity. I think that's yes. one, um, especially when we have to take a very authoritative role and we're almost seen as the angry woman who was struggling to maintain balance. Well, I think everybody is struggling to maintain <laughs> balance if you are working hard and if you're in purpose, because even the you know the Bible says to whom much is given, much is required. And so you're going to work hard, but I think those two stigmas really stick out to me that we can't have it all, um, that one. And then the one about um, in leadership and when we take authority, we are angry.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think are technique, well, what are some of your techniques that you actually use as a woman who is a business leader? I mean, you own your own business and this is not like a, a small business. This is an actual leadership academy with uh, a number of students and you have your family and then you travel for ministry. What are some of your techniques that you use to pursue and as you say uh, every day, <laughs> maintain or have a work-life balance?
1: In the spirit of transparency, I, I think one of my strategies to Continually pursue that balance is prayer.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And and growing up, prayer was on your knees, loud, proud. Um, And I'm grateful for that because I know what that looks like. But having a prayerful spirit realizing at any moment of my day, whether I am in ministry um, abroad or locally, outside of the school or in the school, um, counseling parents. A lot of times we um, have to sit and counsel parents as well, wraparound services, right? You can't just educate the child and not impact their family. And so we are about um, embracing the entire family. But I think that one prayer, and then two, and this, this, it's not deep, but it's just so honest.
0: <laughs> we want Freeing you to be honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Freeing myself daily mm. from the opinions of others. Mm,
0: that's good.
1: Daily. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people can have these expectations of, women in leadership, women in authority that are so unreal and unfair, and they don't even hold themselves to the same expectations. And so realizing that I am who I am, uh, I am who God made me, and I can only do so much.
0: Amen. That, that's amazing I think that that is so powerful because a lot of times you know when we talk about techniques or you know what types of things does a person do to do balance you know you know take a walk um, you know go out with friends which are all great things and all great techniques uh, but I think it's unique when you say to free yourself from the opinions of others because a lot of a, a lot of times the overload, or the things that we pack our lives with do involve the fact that we're trying to please other people, not even including the part where we're doing things for ourselves. but we're trying to please our spouse, trying to please our children, trying to please, you know, people, clients, or in your case, uh, parents and other, your students, you know, it can be a lot. And it's just like setting the boundaries that I have to do one, what God says, like you say first with prayer and then to that freeing from the opinions of others helps to set the boundary. Uh this is and I think further to what I said earlier, this is what I'm doing, this is what I can do and understanding that self-awareness, the capacity of what I can or cannot do or going outside of that boundary. And not feeling guilty
1: for yeah. understanding your capacity. Well said. Absolutely.
0: That's good. Not feeling guilty. Sometimes that's something I struggle with in terms of feeling guilty, even for my own, not even anyone else's um, burden, (laughs) but my own burden, the deadlines I set for myself. And it's like, well, hang on. I don't have to report to anyone that I have to do this podcast by Friday, you know, or I'm writing this devotional. I can wait till next week to write the devotional, you know. So even just the guilt from our own false burdens. That's good. (laughs) Um, What is God saying to you uh, in this season as it relates to balance and rest? Hmm. Uh, Pay attention to Mm. your body. Um, Your body
1: will talk to you. And you mentioned it earlier, you said be proactive. And so I, I find myself in a cycle sometimes where I am maintaining and I am being proactive and I'm putting in work and then life happens. And then I stop for a moment and Mm -hmm. I neglect different parts of the system that are very important when it comes to maintaining and pursuing. So I really believe that the Lord is saying one you're getting older Danielle <laughs> 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 take care of that temple <laughs> but also it's so important that we model these healthy lifestyles you know mentally physically emotionally spiritually uh, in business in the workplace it's so important that we model it because we have little people that are watching us. And, yes. and one of my leadership mantras uh, is lead by example mm-hmm. so I want to show people I want to show women um what healthy leadership looks like on us
0: that's, that's good. work to do but <laughs> yes, yes. You know, and I want to go back to uh when you talked about prayer. You know, as you know in my book, uh Can You Sleep Like This in the Rest of God, I give ingredients around how to pursue rest and not just from a physical perspective, but also from a spiritual perspective. And a lot of times people don't equate prayer with being able to pursue rest. And I really love how you say that when I asked you, what are some of your techniques? And the first thing that you said was prayer and that it helps you to quiet your spirit. And I know you're an intercessor. We're both intercessors. So dig in a little bit more for me on that, because that's something I know we're both passionate about. And I think it's so important for people to recognize that when to, to have balance, to have Better rest. It ties back to first having intimacy with God because two, the two are connected physically and spiritually. So, talk more about that for me.
1: Good stuff, uh, Dr. <laughs> Yvonne. Again, good stuff, and and I think this that's the most important ingredient to a healthy lifestyle. As you said, it 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 it's the the core. Um, of of who we are making sure that we have that intimacy with the Lord. But I found um, that making sure that I am having that dialogue in prayer, having it where I can go to him and I can say, okay, Father, I'm a little weak or I need your help or I need your guidance. So I trust you and I can't do this without you. Understanding that I have that, I call it the great escape that's my place of prayer. That's the great escape. And so I escape often throughout the day uh, (laughs) with prayer. Um, But that's where I also find my rest as your book beautifully outlines in the the stories that you have in there. I love them. Um, (laughs) 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 I love them. But Dr. Yvonne, I think I once heard you say something like, the rest is in the rest. Mm. And when you said that, it really hit me because We think that we're being very sometimes, of course, successful and productive and we're just moving and moving and moving. But if we're leaving, if we're omitting that part of prayer that yields so much rest in the presence of the Lord, then we're not being as successful as we think we are.
0: That's so good. What would you say in this season, like for women that are listening, what would you, be, what would you uh, share as encouragement or motivation around uh, finding balance in their lives? In addition to the tips, but in this season, you know, when you discern the season that we're, that we're in from a spiritual perspective, what would you want to say to them?
1: I would encourage the women to consider this. When you put something on on a scale, whether it is a jeweler or um, someone in the meat packing industry um, or even in the clothing, when you're considering the worth of something, it's put on the scale and it's weighed and it's packaged and put out after it's weighed. When you think about what Christ did for us, with all of our flaws, with all of our issues, with all of our concerns, um, he still found us worthy Amen. to go to the cross, right? and And take all of our sins. And so the finished work of the cross is a reminder that we are worthy of love. We are worthy of rest. We are worthy of pressing the reset button. We are worthy of stealing away and taking a moment, no matter what flaws or mistakes that we may battle with or contend with on a daily basis. I want women to understand their worth. You're worthy of love. You're worthy of respect. You're worthy of living a purpose-driven life.
0: It's not reserved for a particular set of people. We're worthy that, of it. Amen. That is so good because at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, I was speaking to someone earlier and she was talking about, we were talking about money and in speaking about how do we, Find uh, financial balance in terms of not being in debt, uh, having assets and all this. And a lot of times there's a lot of focus on the like tactical aspects of investments, stocks, debt, but people don't consider the mental. The mental factors, emotional factors, the traumas that we have experienced that contribute to our approach or our perspective about money. And I feel like it's the same thing around having balance as leaders that a lot of times our mental construct and even past experiences contribute to how we approach our work how we approach having boundaries or not having boundaries, like all these things play into that. So when you say you would want to encourage them to understand that there are women of worth, that Mm -hmm. ties to how they see themselves, how they see themselves in the world and how they even approach their life based on how they see themselves. Dr. Yvonne, you just wrapped that up so well. Indeed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. That, that is true. Um, that the trauma of our past and present play a huge part in how we see ourselves and sometimes when you don't see yourself as worthy of taking a break or a rest or <laughs> worthy of making a mistake and it yeah. doesn't you know diminish your genius or your ability to be productive in the workplace or to flow in leadership
0: yeah What would you uh, like to share as your closing thoughts or, or prayer to those who are listening?
1: Let's pray. Father, we thank you. This
0: moment is such a
1: beautiful moment, God, in that you have spoken through this platform. I believe someone watching will be encouraged and uplifted. I believe in the name of Jesus that they will be reminded that in you, we live, we move and we have our being. I believe they will be reminded, Father, that balance is not something that you just acquire and you just let your hair down and relax. But it is something that you have to be intentional about making decisions daily to be freed by the opinions of others, to be Mm self-aware to be honest and vulnerable in your presence. God, thank you today for what was shared. And I pray that every woman listening, every male listening father would be encouraged, but particularly the women. I pray God that you would uplift them. I pray that you would strengthen them, encourage them, give them strategies to be healthy and productive and successful in the workplace. I pray that you would help them to be game changers, that, that they would show young women, God, what healthy living looks like in the marketplace and in ministry and in their homes. I pray that you would give them the boldness, God, to change the rules of the game Woo! in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus, make it applicable to their own lives mm-hmm. so that someone will be encouraged and inspired. Thank you, Father. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. It's so needed. Uh, We can only be effective as leaders if we have balance, if that balance starts from a place of intimacy with God. Um, So it's it's powerful. We minimize it, but it's something that is so well needed and, and something that we need to be proactive in doing daily. Uh, well, thank you so much, Principal Woods, <laughs> for joining you. us today. I know uh, it wasn't your best in terms of you've been sick um, all week, but I appreciate you still coming on. Uh, it was definitely a, a great discussion and and bless you uh, with the re- remain as you pivot to, to start school. Have you gone back to school yet?
1: Has school started? No, school starts back August 23rd, but our teachers return for training
0: uh, next week, August 16th. Okay, so it's coming up. All right. Enjoy the rest of the day. And we will be talking again soon. Thank Thank you you so
1: much, Dr. Yvonne. And Godspeed with everything you're doing. You are such a blessing to the body of Christ. Thank you.
0: Well, that's all the time that we have for this week's episode. Tune in next week for another episode of Live Exceptionally. Don't forget to subscribe, like, or share with others on your preferred podcast platform. And stay connected with us at elisi.org. Have an exceptional week. God bless.